Shalom and welcome to the very first year in this new 10-minute Machshava series. So I just want to start off by clarifying that the goal of this series is not to diminish the quality of Machshava Shir and by fitting a lot of content into a very quick Shir. I mean, first of all, in addition to this series, we're still going to be giving full-length Shir, which fully developed the expansive, interconnected, and beautiful depth of Torah. But more specifically, the goal of this 10-minute Machshava series is to give the opportunity to delve deeply into a specific concept in a concentrated and focused way. So, for example, if you only have a few minutes and you're not going to listen to an hour-long shir, this is a great way to take a deep dive into a profound Torah thought. And for this introductory shir, we're going to focus on the concept of Machshava itself, thought. And this concept that we're going to develop today is really found in Chazal, but it's more fully developed by the Arizal, the Vilnagon, the Ramchal, and many other Jewish thinkers. And the best way to frame Machshava is understanding the five stages of thought. Five stages of thought. And the five stages are Ratzon, which is will, Machshava, which is thought, Bina, which is a different form of thought, we're going to have to understand what that means, Dibor, which is speech, and Misa, which is action. And these five stages of thought really get to the very core of all of human experience, and they're actually found Chazal discuss these five stages in relation to the Chamishi Chamshi Torah, the five levels of the soul, five letters of the Shem Havaya, which seems to have four letters but really has five. So what are these five stages of thought? So every process has five stages. The first is Ratzon. What is this? the first stage? It's the, the spark, the flash of inspiration, that flash of insight. And the next stage is Machshava, which is the general idea, general concept, general principle. Bina is the intellectualization of that principle. It's expressing that principle by understanding how it expresses itself in different details, different expressions, different examples. And Dibor is taking that, that, so to speak, that concept, that idea within the intellect, within the realm of thought, and expressing it in the realm of speech. And Misa is actually, it's either the, the actual dove or, or at the actual word, or it's the actual action, the expression of that original thought into the physical world. So the, the greatest example, the greatest muscle is when you build a building. You have this flash of insight, this flash of inspiration. At that stage, you don't yet know. For example, let's say you're trying to build a building. You're the builder. And you're trying to come up with an idea of how to build the building. So you have this flash of insight, this flash of inspiration. You don't yet even know what really that, that flash of inspiration is. You don't really know what the idea is yet. And someone would ask you to express it, to put it into words, to tell you what it looks like, to describe it. You wouldn't be able to because in the stage of inspiration, in the stage of Ratsuna, pure will, of that initial spark, it's not yet anything. You have it, but you don't have it. And then you have Machshava, which is the general thought, the general principle. So at this stage, you have the general idea of what the house will look like. You have the general structure of, let's say, I know the house will be this big, maybe you have some general details, general ideas, but what will this room look like? What are the nails you're going to use for that? How are you going to actually construct it and build it? That you don't have yet. That's Bina. That's intellect. That's breaking down the general principle into all of its fine details. You have a general idea, that's great, but how are you going to implement it? How are you going to get practical to actually make it a reality? That's using intellect. So these are two realms of thought. Machshava is the general, Bina is the specific. Dibor is the process of making that vision, that idea, that principle a reality. 
So while you had the initial flash ratzon and Machshava was taking that initial flash, giving it, so to speak, the general framework, the general idea, and Bina is giving all the details, Dibor is starting to bring that into reality. So it's building the building. It's when you actually hire the workers, you start actually constructing it. And you start bringing what was originally in thought into reality. And the finished product, the actual house, at the end of the day, that's Misa. That's either the, the expression into words of the original thought, or it's the action that was once was originally in thought is now actually expressed in the physical world. And you have so many examples in halacha where machshav is not enough, you have to do it in dibor. For example, for tshuva, the Rambam says that you can't just think, you know, hirhure tshuva. You, actually, you have to actually speak it the dibor. You have to bring it into reality because you have to concretize what's in the realm of thought. So for the Chamesh Yechomshay Torah, you have these five stages. For example, Bereshus is Ratzon. That's the initial spark of creation. That's creating the world. And then you have the formation of Klai Yisrael, the general formation of Klai Yisrael. That's Shemos. Vayikra is all the details. That's the Karbonos. Uh, Bamidbar, we're not going to get into now, but that's where all the mistakes of Dibur occur in Parshas, in Sefer Bamidbar. You have the Chet Hamaraglim, which is Lashon Hara. Also with Miriam, you have all the different examples. Korach, we're not going to get into all the details, but all the different sins of Dibor occur, for the most part, in Sefer Bar, And then Dvarim literally is that, that last stage of full expression, which the, the word literally, Dvarim, is Dibor, Davar, a thing. It is Moshe speaking. The Torah is a repetition of everything that came beforehand. It is expressing what was originally, so to speak, in the realm of... I mean, this is a very, very deep topic, but... Sefer Dvarim is literally repetition of everything that came beforehand because it's taking everything that Kaddish Baruch Hu gave Moshe and then Moshe, so to speak, becomes part of the process of speaking Torah. Uh, the Vilna Gun talks about this, so is the Maharal. It's a very deep topic. We're not going to go deeply into it right now. But for, at least for, for our purposes, the Chamesh Chamesh Torah, a beautiful expression of this idea. So are the five levels of the soul. We have Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chayin, Yechida, which, once again, we're not going to fully develop how that works, but, you know, at least we'll go for the for the final three, which is that Nefesh is the most physical aspect of the soul, the aspect of the soul that resides within the body. That's the full expression. Working our way up, Ruach, that's the physical connecting to the spiritual. That's Dibor, the, so to speak, the process from the conceptual to the physical. And then you have Neshama, which is the realm of the intellect, which gets into the realm of thought. Now, Chayin Yechida are aspects of the soul that we're not going to really delve into today because those are very esoteric and very, very deep. We don't actually have, you know, Chazal say that we don't really have that aspect of the soul after the Chet Adam, but those are the, the most lofty parts of the soul. And for the Shem Avaya, you have Yudke Vavke, and the Ratzon, that spark, is actually the crown on the Yud. So Yudke Vavke are, so to speak, the five levels of the soul, five stages of thought are actually expressed within Yudke Vavke, and how they are expressing Yudke Vavke would actually be a many, many hours here, but we will pr- try to, as Hashem, do a uh, at some point in the future. But the each letter of represents a different stage of thought. Now, this Machshava series, we're going to be focusing on Machshava. We're going to be focusing on the ideas, principles, and concepts in Machshava and Jewish thought. 
we are not going to be doing fully developed shirim that go through all the interconnections and all the questions and all the different sources because that would require the five stages of thought and that would be uh, you have to have longer shirim for that if you want to do anything right you have to do it in depth so for the real purposes of this series we're going to be trying to develop principles in great depth in small pieces and small parts. So each 10 minute shear is going to be focused, it's going to be driven, and it's going to be deep. And as the Ramchal says, when it comes to life, you want to be focusing on machshava. You want to be focusing on klalim, not pratim, because each principle, each idea, each klal contains infinite amount, an infinite amount of pratim. So for example, a dollar contains 100 pennies. So you don't want to be walking around with bags and bags of pennies, you want to collect the pratim within klalim. So you don't want to know a million halachas when you learn a sukkil and you want to collect the actual klal, the underlying principles. You want to learn to think conceptually, to think deeply, to understand where things come from, to source things back to their makor, to source things back to their actual root. And as Rebbe Wasserman will explain, he'd pose the question and say, what's it better to have? Is it better to have a library with 100 books or 100,000 books? And he says, depends. Most people would say 100,000 books, but it depends. Do you have it organized? Because unless you have an organized library, then having 100,000 books really means you have none. And then it's better to have 100. So unless you understand the underlying principles, how to, category, how to categorize and how to really understand where everything comes from, which is learning how to think in a principled way, learning how to root things back to underlying principles, you're going to have a disorganized mind and you're not going to be able to think clearly, you're not going to be able to think strongly, you're not going to be able to think. So the real goal of this series is to delve deeply into the most fascinating and important aspects of Torah thought. And I would say this, I would say that keep striving, keep thinking, keep learning, and I look forward to seeing you in the next year.